Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Charm City Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I am back today speaking about the Baltimore Orioles getting a split against the New York Yankees. While it wasn't a series win, and the O's really kind of blew an opportunity there, I think, um, against the Yankees specifically on Monday, I will speak about, you know, a lot of what they did right the past two days. Now, that doesn't mean that this team isn't off the hook for how poorly they've played um, recently. It's been pretty, pretty bad to say the least, for the Orioles' um, standards that they have set so high for themselves this season. Now, obviously, I wasn't able to put an episode out on Sunday. I was not home, didn't have the opportunity to talk about the Orioles' salvaging one there. So I'll get into that as we preview the upcoming series against the Twins. So Right now, I'm going to go back to that Monday game. Okay. The O's started off so well. It seemed like, okay, they're out of this slump that they're in, and they're, you know, they're they're starting to come alive a little bit. And it's a slump for their standards, again. I mean, losing two series straight... With the amount of momentum they've built up and the amount of, you know, good play they've had, it was, um, it's a slump for them. You know, up 3 nothing, and then you head to the 5th, and Tyler Wells allows a solo homer to Volpe, and then Higashioka um, in the 5th, and, you know, went 6, and then... They go to the pen, and, you know, that's when things really got haywire. Um, Volpe scores on a wild pitch. Cano, you know, crazy to see him. You know, of late he's been a little shaky, but throughout the season he's been solid. You know, it's weird to see that happen. And then um, Colum comes in there. And Harrison Bader just sends one out and just, I mean, it was a a bomb. Then the offense doesn't have anything in the ninth. I really thought they let that one slip. I really did. I thought they had the Yankees on their toes. Um, It looked like, it looked like this was going to be, you know, at first a smooth sailing O's game. And it wasn't, obviously. Then July 4th, Kyle Gibson, I am so sorry I even considered him being an all-star this year. At one point, I threw out the suggestion that Kyle Gibson has pitched like an all-star. 
And I was wrong for that because he's pitched anything but like an all-star. I think it was around the you know beginning of June, I think maybe um, or end of May. I'm not sure exactly when, but I threw that suggestion out there, and he has stunk it up. He's given up multiple runs in, in games. He's He's struggling. Um, at times to find the strike zone, and that's exactly what happened Tuesday. And he was poor. Went six, so he was an inning eater. Um, but if that's your ace, and that's the guy that's at your front of your pitching staff, your veteran, inning eating isn't good enough. It's not. It's time to start thinking about, okay, Let's get some help. Let's start observing who's going to be available at the trade deadline. I'm not going to go into any specifics in this game because it was bad all around. The offense tried battling back, but Kyle Gibson kind of dug them too deep of a hole. Okay. That was poor. That was a really poor outing. And I don't know if it was the rain or what. But, I mean, come on. You're the vet. That can't happen. Now we go to Wednesday, and you're 14 games up. You know, you're still feeling good, but the Yankees are knocking on the door. And then the O's finally got off the mat. Dean Kramer, who pitched really well, I want him to be more consistent. A 478 ERA after last night, not good enough. And he found himself in a 2-0 hole there, did, the, did he and the O's. And, by the way, the Orioles call up one of their top prospects, Colton Kowser. So, shout out to him. And he gets an RBI on the night. Um, the first run scored for the O's. And then Westberg with a triple to center. Another one of the O's top prospects Jordan Westberg with a you know clutch hit there to put the O's up in the sixth and then Frazier puts them up 4-2 Anthony Volpe got the Yankees right back into the game Cano giving up a bomb and again nerve-wracking but then you go to Felix Bautista and there you go there's your there's your big time closer right there to shut the door and, you know, you've got your your first one of the series, and you can get the split. And then today, I mean, they just dominated. 14-1, to Gunnar Henderson, 5-RBI night, 2 home runs. What a game for him. Adley Rushman with an RBI. Ryan O'Hearn. I mean, he... You know, <laughs> he's was awesome um, in that game last night with that big deep homer to really kind of, um, I forgot to mention this, but that bomb that uh, put the O's, um, gave them insurance 6-3, uh, and that was a, a, that was a good one. Um, and he has four ribbies today. 
And then you look at Cedric Mullins, who I think is kind of starting to find his, you know, footing again. And I think he's kind of, everything's kind of easing back for him, hopefully. Uh, But Kyle Bradish did great. Six innings pitched. Only gave up three hits. Five strikeouts. 3-3-2 ERA. Loved what I saw out of him. Um, Really, really think... That it's Tyler Wells and Kyle Bradish at the top of the O's rotation. I think once they come back from the All-Star break, that's got to be the look of things, um, in my opinion. I am not putting Kyle Gibson out there in these in these moments. You know, it can't happen. We've got to start to look for other pitchers um, out there. I, I don't know... With the way the Mets have been, you know, they've been playing. They've got five wins going for them. And I was kind of, you know, considering maybe, you know, the O's could get a trade there for Max Scherzer. Um, And I know I'm complaining about Kyle Gibson and how he's been an inning eater. And and Scherzer hasn't exactly been, you know, that guy for the the Mets. But I'd kind of hope maybe get him out of New York like they did with an Aaron Hicks. And maybe something can happen there. But... You know, I don't know. Moving forward, though, to this series against the Twins. Last weekend was brutal. Uh, Dean Kramer got shelled in the Friday loss. Saturday, Kyle Bradish, there wasn't enough offense. And then, you know, Sunday, obviously, you get the win. And thank goodness, Cole Irvin, solid start out of him. Pleased to see that. Doesn't mean I necessarily want him still here long term. I still think you're kind of pumping up um, some trade value for that at the deadline. Because, I mean, while I think it's it's a good, it's, it's still, for me, not good enough. Not good enough. Tomorrow's an Apple TV game, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to get to watch it. Um, again, I'm not paying $9 to watch, you know, my team play maybe once a month on there. Cole Irvin's on the mound, 6-3-2 ERA. Just spoke about last Sunday, five innings, you know, only got one strikeout. Um, you know, I think his last two, two starts have been good. But it's just, you know, against the Reds, he only went... Three innings, that was because of the, the rain um, delay that happened. And then against the Twins, he was able to go five, which is good. And I think that's nice for a fifth start in your rotation. But you got Grayson Rodriguez right now pitching really, really well in the minor leagues. And I think he's a better option than Cole Irvin at this point. That's why I think you might be able to get away with, you know, sending Irvin to the pen being kind of a long man, and then having Rodriguez come back up and being your fifth starter. I said earlier um, in the month, I think it may have been last week, um, that you can probably just call up Grayson Rodriguez and not make a trade for a starting pitcher because I thought Kyle Gibson could figure it out. I know he's had it's just one bad month. But it's not it's it's very telling for me who, you know, watched him the past two seasons with the Phillies, and it's just 
I just don't trust it, anchoring your, your pitching staff. The Twins are going to throw at the O's Bailey Ober, who has now a 2.70 ERA in his last start. Came again Saturday against the O's, won seven innings, two hits. Can the O's get a little revenge for last week? Can they get a little revenge for last week? Tyler Wells goes Saturday, 3-1-9 ERA. Um, you know, again, the unfortunate clunker there against the Yankees where he left. No decision. Um, couldn't couldn't hold things together. And then he'll be facing Sonny Gray, who is now a 2-5-0 ERA. Pitched last Sunday against the O's. Six inning strongs, only gave up two hits, seven strikeouts. Um you know, he left the game in no decision. I mean, he was great against those offense going up against them. Can they can they really hammer it down this time? And then Kyle Gibson on Sunday. Hopefully this, you know, maybe the O's will have everything wrapped up. But I, w- I would like to see going into the All-Star break, giving him some momentum, some confidence pumped back into Kyle Gibson. You know, that'd be great to see for him. I know that would probably really mean a lot towards his confidence. Right now he's got a 4.73 ERA and off of a rough night or day, I should say, on Tuesday. And then he's out going up against Joe Ryan. It was a 3.42 ERA his last start against the Royals. Went uh, six innings, gave up six hits, a homer, nine strikeouts. Twins got the win. Minnesota currently sits in first place in the AL Central, 45 and 43. They are fighting so hard to stay atop that division. You can tell, you know, they're battle-tested. Not to say that the O's aren't, but they're they're really trying to hang on to that first place in the AL Central and also trying to hang on to being above 500. While the O's were clinging on, you know, to that top wild card spot there it seemed like two days ago as the Yankees were catching them and the Astros were um, closing in as well I believe right now the O's are four games up um, you know in that wild card spot the Astros are three games behind them and the Yankees obviously are four behind them as well as the Blue Jays um, it's tight in the AL wild card race it really is and the O's they need to keep just grinding this out. They they need to not lose faith. They need to continue to keep pushing because, you know, like we saw the last two days, good things come when they do that. So that's going to do it for me tonight. I'll be back on talking about the Orioles' three-game series against the Twins as we'll head into the All-Star break. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And, again, talk to you on Sunday.